you go into your shower feeling tired. But as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger, fresh for everyone. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union. A savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. Good Morning Football is a production of the NFL in partnership with iHeartRadio. Welcome to Good Morning Football. We are live in New York City on a Monday, June 26th. I'm Sarah Walsh in for my good friend Jamie Erdahl alongside Tom Pelissero, Mike Garofalo, and Super Bowl champion Sean O'Hara. How are we doing? Great. My, my head always starts this time of year to start to calculate how far out we are from training camps here. And in less than one month, every team will have reported to training camp here. That's the last week of July. We're currently in the last week of June. Once you get past the 4th of July, I think that's where everybody starts to turn their attention to, okay, we're getting closer and closer here. But it's a fun time. We had a couple of big-name free agents still sitting out there. You got some other unresolved situations. Tom, when you use the league. word calculating, I'm expecting a number. Like, I'm using, you said calculating and then less than a month. Like, what, what, how many days? What are we talking about? It's June 26th right now. Yeah, give me a number. July 25th. <laughs> A lot of okay. teams are reporting. Uh, no, I want a number. That would be two, 29 days. days 29. Here we go. That's calculated. Three hours of sleep. Yeah. I had to think about right. it. Yeah, 29 days. You're that's 29 how far out we are. And I believe we're 72 days from kickoff. Well, now oh, I'm excited. Now we're there we go. It is See? right. That's what I'm here to do. By the way, when you Let were playing and you hear less than a month ago, back oh in the day, what, what were you thinking? Yeah. Dread? Life's over. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, <laughs> here we go. We're going to training camp. Your body's about to go through hell. It started getting twitchy a little bit. Yeah. Once you get through training camp. Other than that. Can't wait for the season to start. But now it's not even training but camp. But when you're it's on the other camp. side of things, you're like, let's now, get this thing Now, here we go. Let's go. What kind of flights are we looking at? Right, Tom? What kind of what kind of flights are going to get delayed? What kind of travel shenanigans are we going with? And what kind of new polls are we going to get from the network? There All hinges on Tom Pellicero. Twitter polls. Just and directly. with that, it's time now for the lead block. George Kittle, one of the many offensive weapons the Niners have on hand to help whoever ends up starting at quarterback in San Francisco. You got Christian McCaffrey, you got Debo Samuel, you got Brandon Ayuk, just to mention a few. Kittle seems fine with sharing them, telling the 49ers website 
it's really fun to be on a team that does have a problem of too many mouths to feed because Coach Shanahan does such a great job of scheming everybody into getting certain plays, and it's just really fun to be a part of an offense that has so much talent on it. Kittle sounding pretty upbeat for a guy who has no idea for certain who his starting quarterback is going to be week one. Brock Purdy continuing his rehab, Trey Lance, Sam Darnold splitting first team reps. So despite the uncertainty at quarterback, do the Niners deserve to be called elite in the NFC? Tom. Let's start off by talking about Brock Purdy, who suffered the injury that you saw right there in the video in the playoff game. Significant injury. He got the surgery, an internal brace to repair the UCL. Started throwing about a month ago. I'm told today he's actually flying down to Jacksonville, Florida, where he's going to be throwing for the next couple of weeks with Will Hewlett, who's a quarterback coach, plus Tom Gormley, who's an orthopedic specialist. Same guys who ran um, Anthony Richardson's pre-draft process this year. The fact that he's actively doing this, continuing to ramp up his throwing, shows what the 49ers have been saying, which is that he's making really good progress, and they fully expect that Brock Purdy is going to be back for the start of the 2023 season. Unless we forget how good Brock Purdy was. Yes, every team in the NFL passed over him many times. He's the last pick in last year's draft. But his first seven starts, all wins, including two playoff games. He threw 16 touchdown passes and four interceptions last year. But for that injury, we might be talking about a Super Bowl-bound Brock Purdy. A remarkable season. You still have Trey Lance, a highly drafted player. So Sam Darnold, another former number three overall pick. But Kyle Shanahan said earlier this offseason, there's one guy we've seen who has done it. And that was Brock Purdy last year. If he continues to progress, there's every reason to expect that he comes in atop that depth chart once he's totally cut loose. Yeah, the plan for Purdy, not only from a rehab standpoint, but also long-term, how to make him a better thrower. That's the idea behind the next couple of weeks here as he works on his throwing mechanics. But yeah, great sign. Great sign. We've heard so many different timelines on Purdy this offseason, sometimes from the 49ers themselves and the coaches and all that stuff. It seems like he's on track to be ready, if not at the start of the season, early in the season, whatever. The question whether or not they deserve to be elite in the NFC. It's a very thin list of who is elite in the NFC. So is is this an elite team period, I think, is the conversation that we're having. I believe so. Consistently, we've seen this team be able to put some talent on the field, stay explosive on offense the way that they have, despite losing Mike McDaniel last year. We thought he was a big part of what they did offensively. That was able to continue. And and defensively, for me, I think that's the biggest thing. And not only from a talent standpoint, but from a coaching standpoint as well. You look at the last couple of uh, defensive coordinators, Robert Sala and D'Amico Ryans. We knew these guys were head coaches in waiting. Well, now they've got themselves a guy who was a head coach before and now brings that experience in Steve Wilkes. I think this is going to be a uh, really fantastic addition for the 49ers. Hit the ground running with this guy. He's not going to try to make wholesale changes on the defensive side of the ball. He's going to try to play to their strengths. We know what they're able to do up front, especially since they added Javon Hargrave from the Eagles as well to that defensive front. This is really a a strong defense, and Wilkes is going to play to their strength and bring that leadership that he showed with the Carolina Panthers that I thought should have landed him a head coaching job but didn't. Yeah, that's going to be a big factor with the 49ers. Niners, that Steve Wilkes transition, I think this defense alone, when you just look at how talented it is, they're, they're going to be elite. And, and they're, they're so physical up front, adding Javon Hargrove uh, to that defense. And then we saw with the videos on there, Fred Warner, like what, what he does um, as a linebacker, how physical and how fast he is. Not even just the defense, though. Like, when you look at the offense, I feel like the 49ers are one of the most physical teams in the league. Like, we have these elite categories, and everybody's going to go to, like, stats and, you know, numbers and all stuff. When you watch the 49ers play football, like you feel the impact. You hear the impact. They're on Fox. Fox every year wins the Emmys for, for the best sound 
uh, in television. And when the Fox games are, are, are played, and, and it's the 49ers playing on Fox, you hear it. It's Kittle. It's Debo. McCaffrey. Defensively, offensively, they are a physical pound you team. And I almost feel like, you know what, with Kyle Shanahan at the helm, it doesn't matter who's playing quarterback. He's going to find a way to win games. He trotted out Nick Mullins, won football games with him. He won games with Trey Lance. He won games with Jimmy Garoppolo. And then when Purdy came off the bench, nobody expected anything from him, and yet he still found a way to win games. So I think Kyle Shanahan doesn't get enough credit for how many games he's won with all these different quarterbacks. If he could just have one stay healthy for an entire season, now we'd have a different conversation about the 49ers and where they're at. But this team is physical, and and I think any team that plays them, I'd love to see their record after playing the 49ers the next week because after that game, they're still beat up the next week because they're so physical on both sides of the ball. Yeah, I'll piggyback what you're saying on Kyle Shanahan because I think Kyle Shanahan's elite given what they did last year. And we the news cycle moves so fast, right, and we move on. And, Tom, you were talking about Brock Purdy and can we get this guy healthy. A year ago, who was talking about Brock Purdy? Nobody. If you would have said, hey, the Niners are going to have to go to Brock Purdy this season, what do you think of their chances? People would have written him off and said, if they're going that far down on the depth chart, they've got big problems. They never missed a beat. They never had issues no matter who they put in there. And so, yes, if they can get their guys healthy, but they've proven, Kyle Shanahan has proven, it doesn't matter because they have so many supporting pieces in place. They have such a good system in place. And then I want to talk again about their defense because we talked about McCaffrey, Debo, all the weapons they have on offense, and and you brought up Javon Hargrave. Take a look at what this defense did without Javon Hargrave a season ago. Look a lot at these of ones rings. there. Uh, doesn't get much better than that. And then, oh, by the way, you went out and signed Javon Hargrave and added him to this. So I don't think the defense got worse with him on the team. And then I know, Mike G., you brought up Steve Wilkes, who I think did a really tremendous job down there in Carolina. And I, I was with him the first game that he took over, and there was just so much transition. They There was the Matt Rule change, and then you shipped out Christian McCaffrey. I mean, they had quarterback changes left and right, and they were making a run at the end of the year. I mean, they almost had a chance to get into the postseason. I think he did an incredible job in Carolina. I love dealing with him. I think he did a tremendous job motivating that team and getting a team that really could have been in disarray there in Carolina to be playing for something, to be playing meaningful games at the end of the year, and it would have been really easy for him to be like, hey, this is just kind of a mess, and I'm taking over for here for a second. And they made it, I think, an incredible, maybe underrated run there in Carolina with Wilkes. So now you send Wilkes to a team that's got everything in place, and that defense is spectacular. So are they elite? Like, there's no question they're an elite team. We say it every year, come late December, early January, this is not the team you want to see come into your building in the postseason, because yeah. you've got the style of game that travels. You talk about their physical their defense, the fact that they can run the football. So, yeah, I, I understand the question mark at the quarterback position, which is the most important position in the NFL on any roster at any given point. But the question about whether they should be elite, they check everything else, and we know that they're going to be competitive, and we know at some point Purdy's going to be healthy, and he's going to play the way that Kyle Shanahan wants him to play, and that's why they're anointing him the guy. Maybe they carry four quarterbacks this year. Four? <laughs> hey, I don't know. Who, they cool. can have another quarterback that, that we've never talked about yeah. that might be their quarterback next year. The if way I'm John Kyle Lynch, Shanahan I'm carrying four. Runs. they got uh, Nate Peterman. Nate Peterman to the Super Bowl. Right. Who knows? Sam Darnold. Well, Darnold, we yeah. talked, I yeah. mentioned him. Yeah. Coming up on G, we got to wrap because we have guests in studio. Are you even listening to me? How's Derek Carr's arrival in New Orleans going to impact hey, Tom's like Alave this season? He's going to join us later to discuss. Plus, tight end for the New York Jets, Tyler Conklin joins us next to talk Super Bowl aspirations in New York and maybe tattoos as well. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. 
That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish spring body wash and bar soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union. A savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. Our next guest ranked top 10 among tight ends in receptions last year. He had the most receiving yards by any Jets tight end in over 10 seasons. Please welcome to the breakfast table for the New York Jets, Tyler Conklin. Tyler. Thanks for having me. You, you had an amazing offseason. Let's forget Aaron Rodgers for just a second. You got married. Tell me everything about her. We bring Scotty up here, too, if you want her to just do a, oh, I would love that. all the details. Hey, Scotty. <laughs> hey, you should come up here. Scotty, you want come to come on, Scotty. Here? Come on. Just, 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 just wait. Scotty, Scotty, let's, let's renew yeah. your vows. Yeah. Scotty. Yeah. There we go. Yeah. Say hi. You can walk away. Let's, uh, let's renew your vows, Scotty. <laughs> I, had to, I had to write my own vows, so. You did? Yeah, I did. That How's was that like, going? I was like, it's all right. Month before you got married, so you're in the thick of the wedding planning, you tweet out the following. Aaron Rodgers bringing a Super Bowl to New York would be legendary. You taking everyone on this offense to the next level. Let's get it done. I like this. You're multitasking, uh, recruiting your quarterback potentially, and doing wedding plans. That was in March before Rodgers was traded. What was your reaction after you put this out into the universe, you spoke it into existence, and then you find out Aaron Rodgers is heading to your team? Yeah, I mean, you know, kind of all the players together, like, okay, like, we need to get Aaron here. So, like, everybody's kind of randomly tweeting at him. And, I mean, I feel like that couple months, like, eventually it was just like, okay, I'm happy it's over. Like, I'm happy he's signed. I'm happy it's over with. Like, I was sick of everybody talking about it. Everybody's asking, oh, what about this? What about that? Like, I don't know anything. I know no more than you know. So, uh, you know, I'm, I'd like to think that maybe that tweet helped, but I doubt it. And, uh, <laughs> no, it probably sealed the deal. Yeah, Give yeah. yourself some credit. All right. So, I sealed the deal. But, uh, yeah, I mean, it was a, it was a hell of a present. Can I say that on here? You yeah, can, you're you can good. say whatever you want. All right, all right, cool. But yeah, it was it was awesome. I was just happy all the theatrics were over and it was done because I was sick of you know parents asking, family asking, friends asking, and wow, parents it all worked too, out. Huh? Yeah, definitely, definitely the in-laws. But <laughs> well, Tyler, you say the theatrics are over. I would say that the theatrics are just getting started. Yeah, I have yeah. a feeling in New York. Yeah. But here's what's really interesting to me. Um, so you're on the Jets. You grew up a Packers fan. What was your first memory of watching Aaron Rodgers with the Packers? And yeah. how did that happen? You're from Michigan. I want to say we kind of kept that a secret being in Minnesota for four years. I guess something you can't really mention. <laughs> but my dad was like, my dad and his family are diehard Bears fans. And my older cousin was a Packers fan. So I think I just jumped on the bandwagon to kind of make the parents mad. But being from Michigan, so you got the Lions and then playing in Minnesota. Dad's a Bears fan, grew up a Packers fan. And uh, so like my favorite years were probably like Brett Favre, Amad Green, Donald Driver, Greg Jennings. Like that was, you know, like early childhood like, memories. But then the Super Bowl against Pittsburgh in 2010, because I was watching it with one of my uh, good friends. He's a huge Steelers fan. So when they won that one, I was 
I was pretty happy. All right, so you got Aaron Rodgers. You've got Reese Hall coming back from his injury. You've got the, the reigning offensive and defensive rookies of the year. You've got an incredibly talented team. Have you ever had this much excitement heading into a season involving one of, one of your teams? No. I mean, in, <laughs> in Minnesota, obviously, we had like Justin Jefferson. We had all the hype behind there being you know, such a special player. But I don't think we've had so many – you know, big storylines, and then obviously being in New York, like you come here and everybody's, oh, the media's different, and you're like, yeah, we'll see, it can't be that bad. And then you get here, and you're like, oh, it's <laughs> a lot different. So I'm, I think it's uh, it's going to be special. I think this team, though, I think we do a good job of just, you know, letting the media be the media and, and handling our business. I think, you know, a lot of the people they brought in with Aaron and Randall Cobb and some of these, these veterans that know how to handle playoffs, know how to handle the media, and I think that's going to go a really long ways for us. Speaking of talent, Garrett Wilson talked over the weekend about Dalvin Cook. Certainly seems like he's very open to the idea of Dalvin coming in. You were pretty tight with Dalvin in Minnesota. Is there room in the in the Jets universe for a, a Dalvin Cook type playmaker? Well, there's, there's plenty of room. We got room for whoever wants to come help us win a Super Bowl. But yeah, uh, me and Dalvin were like basically locker mates. So my first couple of years and. You know, he was an awesome guy. I reached out to him, so I was just curious, like, are the rumors true? You know, are, is this actually possible? And, uh, I mean, that would be a special backfield with, you know, Brace and Delvin and the rookie and, and whatnot. So, Mike Carter. I don't know. That would be there's a, lot, there's a lot of running backs, but I think uh, it would be special, especially in this outside zone scheme. All right, I got a producer in my ear that's uh, saying that he thinks that you might like tattoos, and I'm not sure where he's coming up with any of that, but uh, is there any truth to that? I wore shorts on purpose because I'm like, I got all these tattoos, I might as well show it off, right? right? Uh, when I was a kid, I used to like draw tattoos on me, and my parents would yell at me like, oh, Dad, you're going to get uh, ink poisoning if you keep doing that. And I just like, I don't know, I always wanted them, and I always knew I was going to go all out. So I never wanted to just go. have one tattoo. I just wanted the... Okay. Which one hurt the most? That's always well, my question. The legs. Is there yeah. a Scotty tattoo? You're married now. Yeah, you're putting me in a bad situation. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm gonna, I'm gonna err on the side of Scotty. There's a lot, of, there's yeah. a lot of room, Scotty, right on the side of the neck. I yeah. think yeah. right here, maybe yeah, like this for everybody to see, like right here. There's yeah. room on your back. You I, get your I, pro I promised, back. I promised I would keep the face clean. Yeah. Face and neck, you know. Well, yeah, good. Can I put the, can I put the legs down? Or are we just gonna? No, 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 it's up to you. I, 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 that, that's yeah, your call. Yeah. Whatever you want to do. You're feels dis right. Feels disrespectful. Is it true that you're putting an Aaron Rodgers tattoo on there soon? If we win a Super Bowl, no, I can't put another man's tattoo. On me. <laughs> well, what about just a Green Bay fan or not growing up? Well, all right. What about a what about a trophy? Would you if you win the Super Bowl? Would you put a Lombardi trophy tattoo well, on you? If we won the Super Bowl, I would put a Lombardi on me. Nice. I, I, I'm afraid to ask this, but where? I mean, is there any room? <laughs> we got stomach and ribs. Okay, all right. So, so will you do it live in studio on Good Morning Football? <laughs> Clearly, that's the real question. You guys paying for it? We'll get the <laughs> artist in here. I, I'm not authorized to make the to write that check, but yes. No, yeah, I, I, I will do it right here on Good Morning Football if we win that's the Super Bowl. That's a promise. That's a yeah. promise. There you go. Wow. I won't break a promise either. Uh, thank you for coming by yeah. this morning. Thanks for having and me. And bringing the whole fam out here. We hope you guys enjoy New York City and uh, all the tourist things that you're going to be up to today. Maybe not you. I won't be. Out of this. I won't yeah, be there. Yeah, I'm going to get out of this one. <laughs> <laughs> you're just going home while the rest Smart. of the time. No, I, they're, they're, I got to go do other stuff, I guess. I don't yeah. know. You got to work out. You got to get ready. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Hey, hey, you guys start earlier than anybody else. You talk about the dre like, like, Yeah. <laughs> the Hall of Fame game. What a, what a gig. Oh, that's, <laughs> what a gig. It's an assignment. Can't wait. Yeah. But, yeah, it'd be good. It'd be good to get back with the guys, but losing 10 days also. Well, at least you were let out early in the spring. They cut that last week off. Yeah, that was, that was, uh, that was awesome. There you go. Even though everybody's kind of ridiculing us for it right now, huh? <laughs> Don't listen to that. Yeah. Don't ever listen to the media. That, that won't ever change. Yeah. It's all good. <laughs> Solid, take care I enjoy of you guys. It. Yeah, we, uh, he always does. We wish you the best 
for next season. And um, not to burst your bubble, but I don't. Again, theatrics are not going away. No, I don't. I don't mind them. I'm just happy he signed. It was all like if he doesn't sign, and all this happened. Like that'd just be sad. Uh, so we were also signed, glad that that got done. We're glad. It got, yeah. glad, glad it got done. Yeah. Now we're you know we can, this is the fun theatrics. Our next guest is one of the most exciting young stars in the NFL today. Please give a warm welcome to Saints wide receiver Chris Olave. Yeah. yeah, Chris. Uh, Chris is joining us from his car. You led the Saints in both receiving yards and receptions last season, became the third receiver in franchise history to cross the 1,000-yard threshold in their rookie season. What is the biggest thing that you take away from year one now heading into year two? Uh, I feel real comfortable uh, playing in the NFL, you know, being developed by Ohio State and, and Coach Harline over there. I feel like uh, I got a lot to prove on this offseason, and I feel like I attacked those, and uh, I feel like I'm ready for year two. Chris, Saints made a big move, obviously, this offseason, bringing in the veteran quarterback, Derek Carr. You were probably watching him in, like, middle school, high school, back in his, <laughs> his early Raiders days. Now that you're around him, you know, on a daily basis, you've been through the offseason, what do you think you're getting both as a player and a guy in Derek Carr? Uh, I feel like we all know what he could do on the field. Uh, I feel like he's one of the top quarterbacks uh, when he's healthy. And what he what he brings uh, on and off the field, I feel like he brings a, a great leader, uh, especially for a young guy like me, to lean on. And I feel like uh, the chemistry was building up uh, through OTAs, but I can't wait to get back to training camp and build some more chemistry with him and get on into the season. Yeah, he's looking to build chemistry with you. Uh, he's also looking to build chemistry with Michael Thomas. We have not seen him the past couple of years, been dealing with injuries, but looks to be on track to start the 23 season. What's he been uh, working like alongside him? How does he look? How much better is this offense when he's on the field? Uh, I feel like we all know what Michael could do uh, when he's on the field. Uh, he's one of the best receivers in the NFL when he's healthy. And just him uh, being able to maintain and stay healthy, uh, I feel like uh, we're, we're a better team with Mike. So uh, I can't wait to see what he does this year. And uh, He's been a great mentor to me, and uh, I just wish him the best in the future. Chris, I love it. You're showing uh, a different term of endearment here for your quarterback, Derek Carr, by actually doing this interview from your car. And I'm sure that that's the reason why you're doing this. There's been a lot of great talk about their chemistry already at OTAs and minicamp with Derek. Some people have even said you've been the MVP of the offseason program so far. But since you are in your car, let's put you in the driver's seat. A lot of people think you're in the driver's seat of that division. I think when you look at the other teams right now, you guys have to feel pretty good about it. What's what's the mindset right now as your team in the division? And if there is somebody that you guys are looking at within that division, who is that opponent? Uh, we're just super excited, man. We got a, a really good team, a lot of great veterans. Uh, we had a really good defense last year, uh, my first year. But we know we know we have uh, – it's always going to be tough opponents in the NFL, but we just got to focus on ourselves and uh, be able to maximize ourselves. I feel like uh, if we do that, uh, we're going to be a really good football team. So uh, that's what we're focused on right now. Chris, you got your very own football camp coming up this Friday in San Marcos, California, outside San Diego. Tell us more about it and what you hope to teach that younger generation who's going to be in attendance. Uh, I'm just blessed to be in this uh, position that I am today. I know uh, growing up, I always looked up to uh, NFL guys and professional players. So uh, just to be able to give back to the community and be able to give back to these kids, uh, just to show them that it's possible. I was a young kid just like them. Just be able to show face and be able to move around and have fun with them on, on a day. Uh, when I'm off, uh, just to show love, that's that's one of the main reasons why I'm here. So I'm glad to be able to do that on the 30th. Chris, a phenomenal, phenomenal rookie season for you. What an incredible talent you are in the NFL. Best of luck with your camp, with next season. And by the way, happy early birthday. I've been told that you have a birthday tomorrow. 
Oh yeah, thank you. Appreciate it. Thank you guys for having me. Yeah, on. Happy birthday. Yeah, happy happy early birthday. Enjoy Good it. Luck, Thanks man. for being on. We've got more GMFB coming up after this. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower, 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day. And smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cd for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. The Cowboys exited the playoffs on a play that to this day, many are still questioning. The way things ended didn't seem to phase Cowboys. Look out, caller Dak Prescott, oh boy, uh, when he was asked about the expectations for America's team heading into this season. Team goal is to win a Super Bowl or not, and it's truly a bust if we don't. And not that that's okay, but that's what our standards have to be for us to be able to thrive and to get better in, in this atmosphere and in, the, in, the, in this world. And being under the Dallas Cowboys umbrella, I guess you could say, is that you have to accept that. You have to accept those challenges. I've always said with great expectations come greater results. So bring them on, and we're going to try to answer that. Dak clearly has the bar for the Cowboys set high this season. Of course he should. It's time for a segment we are calling the checklist as the new season quickly approaches. We are going to break down the teams in a specific division every day this week and lay out what they need to do to find success in 2023. Today we are focusing on the NFC East. So, Tom, we're going to start with you and the Dallas Cowboys. What would make your checklist for the Cowboys to have a successful 2023 season? Well, first of all, yes, we get a lot of material out of how that final play played out. There's not a lot of 70-yard plays in the playbook. You're trying something different. Didn't work out. Poor Zeke. That may well be his final play as a Dallas Cowboy. All right, let's talk about the 2023 Cowboys. To me, the first thing you got to accomplish is show me keep Dak Prescott healthy. There it is right there on the board. All right, 2020, obviously, Dak suffers that significant ankle dislocation and fracture. Takes him out. 2021 comes back. He's got a shoulder strain through the course of training camp. That's something that he had to work through. He also had a calf strain later on that season. The last season comes out of the gate, breaks his thumb. Now, the Cowboys won a lot of games last season without Dak Prescott in the lineup. When Dak is on, when he is in rhythm, he's shown he can be a very good NFL quarterback. Obviously, has to cut back on the turnovers this season. Having that rhythm, having the reps, something that's going to ha- is going to help him out. Number two, show me embrace Mike McCarthy's offense. Mike McCarthy taking over as the play caller for Kellen Moore, who moved on now out there with the Chargers. McCarthy's had a lot of success. Going back to his days in Green Bay, he has worked with a lot of different quarterbacks. They're still using Dak Prescott's language, so that helps out some with the learning curve here. But schematically, philosophically, there are going to be some things that are different. Cowboys have been running one type of system for quite a while. This is going to be a transition, but there's certainly optimism in Dallas that things are going to head the right direction here. And then the last one is really just let the young stars shine. We talk so much about 
Stephon Gilmore, Brandon Cooks, the veterans who have come into Dallas here. But this Cowboys team, it's about Trayvon Diggs. It's about CeeDee Lamb. It's about Micah Parsons. These are the guys they're going to pay. These are the guys they want to build the entire program around. Yes, you're hoping some of those older players are going to fill in some of those gaps. When you're talking about building this program the right way, the guys who have to continue to grow and be even better when you're talking about a guy like Micah Parsons, it's those young guys who, let's see if they can make a jump, if that can put them over the top, Mike. Mm. Yeah. Uh, all right, let's go to Philadelphia uh, and the Philadelphia Eagles, who won this division last year. Can they be the first repeat champion since, what, 2004, we said? We shall see. If so, come on, come on. In. It starts with number one. Number one, Jalen Hurts after that contract extension. You know, you always hear people say, well, once a guy gets paid, what are you going to see? I mean, this guy almost got squashed to death in FedEx Field one year when I was covering the game when the railing fell over and he was just like, Great video, Mike. cool, all right, get up. He starts posing with the fans and everything. This is a guy that has never folded under pressure at all, so I don't think that contract is going to change anything. So same old, cool, number one, Jalen Hurts. That's my number one on the checklist. Number two, there's a transition on defense from Jonathan Gannon to Sean Desai. Now, Philadelphia, Sean Desai traditionally does not blitz very much. That is something that was an unbelievable, to me, topic of conversation last year with Jonathan Gannon. Why doesn't he blitz more? He didn't have to. You've got a defensive line that was able to get home and get to the quarterback. Why send extra rushers if you don't have to? So I'm already seeing into the future. I feel like Sean Desai is going to have to prove himself uh, to this fan base, despite the fact that he's not just blitzing six and seven people, which some defensive coordinators in the past have done. But regardless, they've still got a very strong defensive line, despite the fact that they lost Javon Hargrave. They've added pieces via the draft the last couple of years. So I think it should be a smooth transition defensive uh, to defense new defensive coordinator number three look if you do strength of schedule you can do it based on last year's records I don't like to do that I like to do it based on win projections if you do it that way they're about middle of the road so it's not the toughest schedule in the league but on the back end that's where I start to say eh things could get a little bit hairy so on the front of the schedule the Eagles better win those games early on. You're seeing the Commanders. You need to beat the Commanders this year. you got two games in the first uh, half of the season because after the bye week at Kansas City, Buffalo, San Francisco, at Dallas, at Seattle, you got two games against the Giants who you have beaten uh, previously the last couple of years, but that team could be a little bit dangerous. So better get those wins early. You start tripping up on games you're supposed to win early in the season, that could spell trouble. Mm. I love the fact that I get to go right after you, and you just did the birds. We got the Cowboys. I, as a former Giant, I get a lot of Cowboys fans that come up to me and are like, this is our year. We're going to do it. Like, I feel like it's the same conversation I have with Cowboys fans every single year. And then birds fans just come up to me, and just we exchange pleasantries. So, of course, I took the Giants. And here's my checklist for Giants fans. If you're watching at home, here's what we got to do, all right? Number one, I know all the focus right now is on Saquon Barkley. All right? It's... <laughs> Saquon Barkley needs to sizzle in the second half of the season. I'm not worried about training camp. I don't care when he shows up. I don't care if I even see him in preseason. But here's what I want. I want the same Saquon we saw in the first half of the season last year. I want him in the second half. All right? His numbers have declined as the season went along. I want him fresh. Look at his numbers. Here he is, first nine games of the season. Look, 22 touches, 10 less touches down, down the stretch there of the second half of the season. But look at the rushing yards. Almost half. In, this, in the second half of the season, 
That's what the Giants need. They need Saquon. Give me Saquon motivated. He's fired up. He's working out. He's looking for that new contract. I will always bet on a hungry dog, someone who's looking for that new contract. Give me Saquon sizzling down the stretch in the season. Number two, I just pushed Mike Garofalo out of the way because that's what the Giants need to do. They need to block Philly. I don't know if you've heard, but they're loading on the defensive line. It doesn't matter. I could be the defensive coordinator, and they can still get to the quarterback with those guys that they have up front. They just drafted another big dog in Jalen Carter, so they've got to find a way to block the Eagles, block the birds, block them up front. When they played them in the regular season, four sacks in the game late in the season. Playoff game, they give up five sacks. Daniel Jones was running for his life. Evan Neal needs to be play, play better. Hassan Reddick basically took over that game in the regular season. And then the third point, all right, defensively, Wink Martindale is a genius. And I think what he did with this defense was phenomenal. The one area that they need to improve on is interception. They only had six on the entire season. They need to create some more takeaways. They did a great job of stripping the ball out, created a ton of forced fumbles, but Adoree Jackson being healthy should help that. But this secondary, they need to be more opportunistic. There were a lot of dropped interceptions last year as well. So that's something defensively they can figure out. So give me my three real quick. One, two, three. Number two right here, block Philly. Here's what the, the byproduct of bl- better blocking, which John Michael Smith, JMS, the new center that the Giants drafted, is going to certainly help with that. The byproduct of that is DJ 4K. Daniel Jones throwing for 4,000 yards. It will happen if they find a way to protect him. Okay, here's the trouble with my checklist because I got the commanders. It can only be three three things because we got we got a long list of things that we you can want do. 10? You want top 10? Woo! So here we go. Elevate the offense under Sam Howell and Eric Bieniemy. Who's Sam Howell? Well, he started one game, 169 yards. He had a passing touchdown, a rushing touchdown, and Ron Bear said, this is our guy. He's made one start. They didn't want to go out and do anything else. Sam Howell's the guy in Washington. And then there was the questions about Bieniemy. Can he run this offense? Well, here's the thing, the positive. Howell and Bieniemy, it, it has to get better because this is over the last five seasons. And look at these ranks. Over the last five seasons, it's Ouch. been abysmal. So you make the slightest bit of improvement, and it might feel huge in Washington. Number two, and again, this list could have been really long. Chase Young, they need him productive. <laughs> they need him healthy. Keep him on the field. He missed all but three games last year. Washington didn't pick up his fifth-year option, so this is a prove-it year for him. And then number three, and this is a huge one in Washington. How about this? Restore respect. I worked in that area a long time ago, just uh, maybe just a little under two decades ago. And you felt like when you were there, everyone talks about their glory years under Joe Gibbs, and this was a dynasty, and it's been a minute since then. And since then, it's been difficult there. They've changed their name. They're now changing owners. There's been an identity crisis. They want a new stadium. It's been a lot in Washington. And when you look at this division, it's really tough right now. You've got the Eagles, you've got the Giants, and the Cowboys who are all looking at postseason bursts. So maybe it's not, hey, we're getting to the postseason, but restore respect, be on the way up, and Ron Rivera certainly has his work cut out. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower, 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day. And smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. 
Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cd for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. 